This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. What? Okay. Oh my gosh. Hey siblings, you're listening to I Have to Call My Sister. But you already know that. My name is Stacy and my name is Kayla. Need a pump up? We got you. We'll say it like it is. And yeah, maybe laugh a little obnoxiously. <laughs> oh my god, just start the show. I noticed that you're very good at an Australian accent just a second ago too, though. Like, I feel like you could do, like, an Australian accent and maybe we should do, like, the whole podcast just like Australian. Like, I, I often fall into an Australian accent when I'm feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you're uncomfortable. No, no, no. No, not because of you guys. Because of the fucking, what's it called? Lawnmower outside. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. So just so everyone knows, when we first started, there's just like the loudest lawnmower in her background. Wait, so what's happening? They're just, is it? No, it's not your parents cutting the lawn. No, it's some other (laughs) guy. (laughs) Just some dude just coming in, cutting the lawn, and he's just so loud. But it's it's okay. It makes it funny. But Remy is stressed about it. Yeah, I have ADHD. Like it's not, <laughs> and I know how to edit audio, and I don't want this to be like stressful for you because you know when you're like editing audio and like there's a corruption or something, and like you start to get mad at the person whose audio it is, <laughs> That's, even though they're not doing anything. That is so funny that you're saying that. That is she, so, that is she so does true. this with with right? me as well because I'm not like so. You guys like you have your own podcast. Stacy's mm-hmm. a singer performer, so she's always had this like professional like booth like soundproof whatever me I don't have that I have like the the stuff that I have for this podcast so she gets mad at me because my sound is more like what is the term Stacy like well no you're just sitting in the middle of your kitchen and your kids are screaming in the background and so it's just not true (laughs) like so I'm like I'm like this is like just so you know this adds more time did you guys have fights about moving the mic Kayla. My sister is not well versed in Mike. So yeah, I would be yeah, like, yeah. Charlotte, you cannot like move your arms around when you're trying to describe <laughs> something because then I have to fuck with your voice later. And then yes. as your sister who loves you, I fucking hate you. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, Kay- and I get mad at her because she goes, I think it sounds great. I'm like, yeah, because I worked on it for an hour. Because I worked my yeah. ass off. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Me and Charlotte need to get together and like friggin' gang up on call you Call her. Yeah. Call, call Charlotte. You- do it. 
Hey, wait, who's Charlotte? So Charlotte is your older or younger sister? She's my younger sister by three and a half years. Um, <gasps> That's the same, the same as us. Yes. It's the best. I'm the older. How old are you? I'm 31. She <gasps> is 28, I believe, Oh, my God. 27. Wait, but you got so excited, but that's not our ages, Stacey. I know, but like it's close. She's like, it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> we were at one point. Yeah. At one point it was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm little Benjamin Button. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to be a lot older last year. <laughs> yeah. Remember that movie? Like, I feel like I need to revisit that movie because I've watched Same. it only once. That's only you movies. only need to watch it once. Isn't That's it like true, five hours long or something? Like, isn't and it? And then like- just reference it for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I feel like really good classic movies like that, you should watch like twice or three times. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't, like, I feel shy. I was like, I've only watched that once because to me, that's oh. weird. Do you feel See, it that way or no? No, I let, like, okay, so that movie, I feel like that was like a one and done, like maybe revisit it. But I have a thing with certain comedies, and I obviously love comedies, I'm a comedian, but ones that stress me out, I have to watch twice because the first <laughs> time I'm too stressed, and the second time I know that it ends okay, so I can just like enjoy the jokes and the journey. Wait, like, are you stressed in which way that like you're stressed because like you're, you think it's so funny that you can't handle it, or like that? You're, no, like, I'm okay. like scared that like, Ben Stiller is gonna get like killed by these parents in the lockers, and they're watching as a horror movie. You watch comedies as horrors and then revisit them as a comedy. Just like the ones that are like like Bridesmaids was like you didn't know if these friends are gonna be friends again, and like (laughs) I was just so stressed and sad and like heartbroken the whole time and then the second time I was like okay they end up friends I can watch this. like no one is like watching bridesmaids like that but except for you. <laughs> that's not true no. <laughs> I, I have a lot of other people with anxiety who felt the same way the other day I did I called somebody and no I, I I'm really into leaving like voice memos instead of texts like, same. I know annoying. I love No, no, no. Like, same. Do you? Okay. okay because okay, then okay. it looks like the other person is just obsessed with you afterwards, you know? Because, like, <laughs> it's all gray, no blue. You're like, it's I'm true. a fucking queen. Yeah, I love I love leaving voicemails. And I did, like, a voice. And I started talking like this. And they're yeah. like, oh, they're like, what is that voice? Yeah. I know, but I think I was doing Maya Rudolph in... Uh, Big Mouth. Have you watched Big Mouth? And oh, she's the yes. hormone monster. Oh my! Oh baby! Wait. Yeah. Slap your mother and call her a bitch. Like I, yeah. was, doing, <laughs> I yeah. was doing that voice, and I, but I didn't oh, even man. realize I was doing it. So she inspires a lot of voices. She does because she's always just like real. So she's so good. <laughs> that's my awkward voice. Yours is yeah. Australian. Mine is like I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> like I just yeah. like, it's so uncomfortable. Okay, let's officially start the podcast, even though we already started it. Okay. Um. We like to know, actually, Kayla, like, give her give her our thing that we always get guests to do. We basically just want, like, we want you to give us your bio. So just like an elevator pitch of who you are. Um, you know, you are the comedian that never had an orgasm. So you started a podcast, which is... Are you telling me my elevator pitch? <laughs> is that all you got? Just that? Okay. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, I'm Remy Casimir, and I am a stand-up comedian. I also started a podcast called How Come? Because I had never had an orgasm at the ripe old age of 28 years old. And I was like, this is fucked up, and I would like to fix it. And um, yeah, I started the podcast to learn how to do so. Um, the way the podcast was formatted, it was, I would bring my like friends on who had had an orgasm before everybody had to tell me about their first time, how it went down, where it went down, how old they were. And then they had to give me an assignment at the end of the episode of what they thought I could do 
to move my journey forward, AKA make me come. Whoa. And I did, I did it. Um, I, I did it. <laughs> I did it. Um, six episodes in, I blew my load, so to speak, and so to do. <laughs> and um, yeah, I came real, real fast and real hard. And I started crying immediately. So I was like, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> does this mean I have to end the podcast? <laughs> it turns out, no, we are now in our fourth season and it has expanded beyond me. Um, first, it was like, okay, let's go into other people's sex lives and try to make them feel less weird and awkward about whatever they're going through. Like I was very ashamed of myself that I had never come. I thought it was like this huge secret until I came out and other people started raising their hands too. And we're like, me too. And so then I was like, okay, what other sexual problems can we tackle? And then we tackled a lot of sex stuff and now we're going into like society and like why it took me such a long time. Like what are the layers that like would lead to somebody growing up in Manhattan, going to a liberal school, um, being a stand-up comedian, being a super sexual person their whole life and never coming. Like, what are the social implications of that? So I would love to know the answer. The patriarchy, bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but did you like, so you were sexual during that time? Oh my God. I'm the horniest human in the entire world. I've been horny since I was a bit bae. I've always had my hands down there. I've always been like making sex eyes at guys and girls, like just like trying to fuck. Were you passing out orgasms to other people? Oh my God, my vagina is talented. And yes. I was only fucking dicks, which is like, all they need is a hole sometimes. <laughs> and I was a very good hole. Um, and actually, I, I like, this isn't a joke. I, I didn't understand the importance of the clitoris for such a long time because when you learn about sex, it's really about intercourse, not about, you know, passion and enjoying sex and orgasms and stuff. So I was really focused on that P and V and being the whole and all of the stuff that I was sexually working on privately was mostly how do I make the whole bigger or how do I make it like so that the first time I have sex, the penis is comfortable. And you know what I mean? Like very right. centric on that, like insertion when it should have been like, yeah, girl, diddle your clit. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's funny because we've talked about this, Kayla, before is that there are there's only and I'm sure you would know Remy more than than I would. But like, mm -hmm. isn't there only a very small percentage of females that can have an orgasm through like penetration? Intercourse. Like, I, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So vulva owners, there's only... Eight to 25% of vulva owners can come from strictly vaginal penetration alone. Yeah, I'm um, not one of them. Me neither. Me neither, and I, yeah. yeah. And I, I remember all my friends being able to and thinking that something was <laughs> that wrong. That you were broken and yeah. something was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason that is, though, is because of the anatomical... Anatomical? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sounds anatomical. good enough. Anatomical. Well, now I think it's weird. Yeah, anatomical, anatomical structure of the, I'm like thinking like anemone, like it needs like another nanana. Anatomical. <laughs> anatomical. But um, no, the anima anatomical structure of the clitoris is so that this makes this stat true. And I didn't know about the structure until the podcast when my beloved little sister, who was working at Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, um, I asked cool. her, can you, do, can you do the research for this podcast? And um, she did it and she found all of these stats. And one of them was this structure, which is the most interesting thing that we have probably learned to date, which is like, you just think of the clit as like that little bump on the outside, right? Nope. 
it goes like four inches back into your body. It's shaped like a little wishbone and it's surrounds. Yes. It surrounds the vaginal canal slash opening like a little cowboy with like two (laughs) little legs on either side. The, his little head like pokes out like a submarine (laughs) thing to the front. Yeah. But I love when people explain things in like layman's terms. And that was perfect. Cause I'm like, I get it. I I can fully picture. Yeah. Um, you're going to look it up and be like, nope, I was wrong. No, I don't care. I'm never looking it up. <laughs> no, but you, everybody should go okay. Google um, internal structure of the clitoris. And so what's so cool about this is those little legs, they're around the vaginal opening. And some vulva owners, their legs sit really close to it. So that when the penis enters the vaginal oh. opening, it is rubbing the clit through the side, through the skin. Do you understand? Yes, yes, yes. 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 And so their legs are like that. Now, others who sit legs a little further, if you stimulate the head, then their legs get engorged and they fill up a little with more blood. And so then those legs are tighter to it. And that's why with stimulation from the outside, then those people can have internal ones as well. And then there are people who it it will never it right. will never the legs um, never close the legs will never close yeah <laughs> she's a slut no um the legs stay open to married men yeah. and, <laughs> for the housewives fans yeah but that doesn't mean that the clitoris is broken it just means do it from the outside exactly you know yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah so then why so did you not have an orgasm for for so long i guess i'm saying so long until it, 28 it, years is a long time i guess so I, I didn't know if that was like a bad thing to say for so long because maybe it, it is not a bad thing to say i mean I, I i trip myself up on this too because anybody who is older than this like don't, don't think it it's oh my god you're broken it's too long yeah gone or whatever yeah like, it's never too late we literally had a woman who's 50 years old came on my podcast had her first orgasm because of the toy that she used that she'd gotten a recommendation from me. Yes, oh, wow. Yes. yes. So uh, never too late. But yeah. I, as a very sexual person, was very pent up and yeah. very angry and needed this release because like scientifically like, people be like, eh, you don't need a female orgasm because it doesn't make a baby. Well, I'm not having any babies, but I'm having a lot of orgasms because they're healthy. They're yeah. good for you. Yeah. They stress relief. So what was the thing that, that you that you think was the reason that you hadn't had one until you were 28? Well, I know what it is. It's I have a, a very specific toy that works for me. So it was legit a physical thing. It wasn't a mental thing. I did have some mental blocks. I, I had a lot of um, intrusive thoughts. Uh, I don't know if you guys have gone into this, but I would have thoughts pop into my head, you know, that were like disgusting to me, but I would think, oh my God, maybe this is why I haven't done it. Like maybe I have some like horrible, like urge to do something like, ter- you know, like maybe I'm fucked up and that's why I haven't done it, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. cause I need to like fuck a sheep or something like, you know, like something <laughs> yeah, like yeah, disgusting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it wasn't like you were scared. Cause what I'm wondering is like, were you scared of it? Were you try- like, were you uh, concentrating too much on giving other people orgasms? Were you like, do you know what I mean? Oh, was it everything yeah. combined? The mentality was crazy. Cause at first I really, for a long time, didn't think that female orgasms existed. Oh, seriously. I, okay. Yeah. I, at first I thought they were a myth. Um, and then I thought since like seeing so much like media and a lot of penis, vagina penetration, instant coming. I was like, oh, it does exist, but just for a very select group of right, women. Right. Like, cause I was like, I have sex and that doesn't, I don't, doesn't feel like that. Yeah. 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 Um, so I was like, okay, you either just don't do it or you like really lucky and you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I didn't try 
to do it for a very long time. And again, I was working on my whole, just trying to be like good at sex for other people. Right. Okay. Because also the patriarchy told me that like, I wasn't worth anything unless I was in a relationship and somebody else wanted to marry me someday. (laughs) Um, But uh, I then, when I realized I I began talking to other stand-up comedians and friends who were like talking about coming on stage and stuff, like I would talk to them. I'd be like, Hey, doing this like how is this and real they would all yeah. yeah like I literally went up to Esther Steinberg and I was like hey that joke about the five orgasms that was so funny and she was like that wasn't the joke part of the joke <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny so once I started realizing that other people were doing it then I started getting in my head about it being like oh maybe I'm just one of those people who can't maybe I'm broken maybe I'm fucked up you know all those thoughts and so that actually was one of my assignments that I had to do was going to not only my gynecologist to make sure my body wasn't fucked. Then I went to my therapist too. And I was like, Hey, here's all the fucked up thoughts I've had. And she was like, you're fine. And so that really helped me. But then also this toy, which I will show you. Yes. Okay. 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 okay, okay. And is this your first experience toy or was this after? This is not my first experience toy. My first experience toy is a toy that is a bit too expensive um, for me to keep recommending to people who are already struggling so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an air pulse toy. So like air technology as opposed to vibration. And okay. it's so funny because I remember learning about blowjobs in health class and go, and, and learning about the clit a little bit and that they, they said, oh, they've got the same embryonic tissue. And I, I remember thinking in like fucking fourth grade or fifth grade or whenever, maybe seventh grade, Oh, how great would it be if girls could get a tiny blowjob just from like a tiny mouth on their clit? Like that would be awesome, you know, or like a tiny hand job or something, but they're, you know, I'm like not going to put caps on my tweezers. That sounds dangerous. Um, (laughs) Little mini hands on the tweezers. Yeah. But, oh, it would be so cool if there was like a little, little man with a tiny mouth and (laughs) a tiny mouth, a tiny little mouth. And um, I, they didn't exist. But when I started, how come? And I came out as anorgasmic. Uh, I had a bunch of other friends who had podcasters who were like, you need to do my podcast. Like, this is so crazy. The good, the dad and the ugly with Casey Salango, Will Winner and Patrick Schroeder, three guys who only exclusively interview women or AFAB people. And I went on theirs after doing five assignments on how come, and they go, Hey, have you ever heard of this toy? It's an air pulse toy. Rachel Sennett used it. She, she's another great comedian. She had never had an orgasm and it worked for her. So I got my first orgasm from a bunch of guys, unfortunately. Oh my God. Recommending the toy. <laughs> a, a bunch of allies who we love, who like, thank God for them. Yeah. You know, like I, I call Rachel my big, big, like in a sorority, because like, if yeah. not for her, then it wouldn't have happened for me. Yeah. And yeah, the first toy was a little too expensive. The one I currently have um, that I really like is the air pulse arouser from plus one. This is it. Oh, oh, okay. It looks like a vagina. A little bit, yeah. So it blows air out? It sucks air in. So, yeah, but it's so good. You guys are going to hear it once you get, like, maximum sound. I'm getting horny, like, right now. (laughs) Um... I got to toss it away. <laughs> okay. So wait, it's it. sucking, it's sucking the air in. It so it's, sucks va- it's like your a vacuum. Clit. 
it's like a little vacuum, but not as intense as that. It's like literally like anything you, anything I ever wanted, it is. It's the invention that you thought of in grade seven. Exactly. Yeah. And there are other ones. There's a satisfier, promo code, how come? Uh, (laughs) There is the girl's best friend from Sweet Vibrations, promo code, how come? And all of these are way more affordable. This one I love to hawk because you can get it on Amazon. So you can get around if you live in a country where sex toys are illegal, which apparently there's a lot of those. What? Oh yeah, God. patriarchy, a lot of places. Woo-hoo. Oh my God. I know, I know. Um, but it can get around that. And um, they're also in Walmart, which I love to see the growth of a company like Walmart wow. catering to um, AFAB sex toys. Yeah. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. And so can you tell us the first time you ever had an orgasm? See, I think mine was when yeah. I was like little or whatever. So I can't, like, I can remember you it kind remember. of, I, I was doing it mm-hmm. wrong, like whatever. Oh, I remember but it you, exactly. You'll remember though. Like 28. Oh, yeah. So what was it like? It was the best time of my life. <laughs> I um I had ordered the toy. It arrived. The day I was supposed to record episode five. Um, and I didn't want to like blow my load. Like I I didn't want to like go in. I like I tried it for like a second before the guests arrived. And <laughs> and like, I was like, oh, no, I better not do this because I'm going to come before this episode. Like, I knew instantly. You because could tell. You could tell it was going to Yeah, work. and it had just been vetted by these guys who were like, oh, this other person had never come and then used this once and it worked. I was like, oh, my God, this is the thing. And yeah. I invented it. This is the thing. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. It's going to be the thing. And I felt it immediately. Like, one second on, I was like, oh, you better stop. And so I did. And then I recorded the podcast with them. And immediately after, I was like, slammed the door. I was, Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> and, um, and at the time, I didn't mention this. I started this whole podcast while living out of my grandmother's house. Okay, so she was at grandma's house. <laughs> so, I, so I'm in grandma's house and I've just finished this recording and I was like, okay, now I really want to jack off, but I don't want nanny to see me. Do you call or... her nanny? We call ours, mm-hmm. our, our grandma nanny. Oh my God. She's like yeah. famous have... on our podcast. Nanny She's is famous fake. on our podcast. My nanny is famous too. Is your nanny still around? Yes. Yes. Oh. That's awesome. Is my your... nanny passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay um, because she gave she gave me so much like love and the space for this podcast. Like you don't think of this being a thing that 
an 88 year old woman allows <laughs> yeah. in her house. Like <laughs> fucking porn stars walking through the door all the time. And oh, I love it. That sounds like our nanny. That's Every like what nanny she is the best. And it's so funny because we always have to say, oh, our grandma, but we know her as nanny. So it's nanny. weird when we say our grandma. But yeah, yeah na- oh, a- any nanny is epic. Like always, yeah. always, always, always. Sorry. Seriously. So anyway, so we're at nanny's house. So we're at nanny's house. The guests have left. Um, and I'm like, oh my God nanny like is she here and I like look in her room she's not there I was like oh my god it's amazing it's time yeah um I go back into my room I put a towel down because I've heard at this point that there's a lot of squirters in the world yeah and there's a lot of squirters in my family okay um because we, I'd never talked about this with my family, but the second the podcast came out, everyone was like, hey, I squirt. And hey, this is how I do it. And I'm like, oh my God, auntie, like stop. But, um, but so I was like, okay, I probably squirt. Let me put this down. And I was like, it's going to happen. But then I hear the door open. Hello. And I'm oh, like, Nan. Nan. So I, like, I like run out and I'm like, Nan, I'm so sorry. I need you to get in your room. You and Floor, who was her help. I was like, can you guys just get in your room for like, 30 minutes, like, and close the door or whatever. And she'd already been accustomed to this because I used to do that for recordings. Like, I just need, oh, okay, okay, can't yeah. have you here for loudness or time or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they're like, of course, we'll see you in a second. We'll turn <laughs> yeah. on family feud. New York. Um, yeah, <laughs> of course. So then I close her door, close my door. I blast Rihanna, anti, great album for being horny. Yeah, yeah. music and, does it. Music does it. <laughs> And also, I'm like, in case I scream, I want this to be drowned out by. Yeah, you were just like prepped out. for everything. I know. Yeah, I think that's that's the funniest part of it all. It's like I might squirt, I might scream, I I'm, might yeah. all these things. Like <laughs> it's Virgo it. energy preparation to the max. Yeah. yeah, yes, and prepare. But <laughs> so yeah, I I lay down on the bed. I put the thing on. Within 15 seconds, I was like squirting a little bit and I was like oh bitch I better take this to the bathroom um it's like this is crazy but I'd also not felt the feeling of oh that's it you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, right. so I was like you keep going and so I ran into the bathroom and I put my hands down on um like the sink and I looked at myself in the mirror and I had my other hand on the thing looking at me and I was like you don't quit you don't quit you keep going <laughs> Like, you know, that wasn't it yet. You keep going. And I kept turning it higher and higher and then different speeds and like moving it around or whatever. And then like with like less than a minute, I was, my legs were shaking. I had to get on the floor. I kept going on the floor. And then I had that overwhelming, (gasps) yeah, like six times, I think, and was squirting so much. And then like I told you. You did squirt. Cried. Yes, I did. And then you cried. See, yeah. this to me is all of this is mind blowing. So, okay, this is also funny because Kayla, you mm-hmm. and I, we talk about everything, but for some reason, we always get like immature when it comes <laughs> to like sex stuff, like sisterly. Like we're like, oh, whatever. Interesting. So yeah. I know it's it is weird. I guess in our older age, we don't really do that anymore. I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte and I didn't talk about coming either, which is why it was so bizarre because. The first conversation we had about it was after I'd asked these other comics and they were like yeah. giving me advice and stuff. I went to her and I was like, can you come? 
Yeah, but like, I did haven't. you talk to her about a bunch of stuff before? Like, what? Like, were we you guys talked very about close? having sex with guys? Like, yeah. that's what. Talk, yeah, that's the same. You know, Stacey like, and I. But like yeah. anything too in detail? Like, I, yeah. I would never ask Stacey about, about coming. Like, yeah, right. we, we always get yeah. like we always get awkward. But what I'm gonna say right now, and sorry, our dad listens to the podcast too. Sorry, but, sorry. Oh my god, see, so, so Canadian of us, right? Sorry, <laughs> so Canadian. So sorry, but um, I was gonna say like all of that is mind blowing to me how that happened because like I would never be able to do it that way like moving all around and like being <laughs> here and there and everywhere like I have like to you have to be, be specific very like- concentrated in one position not moving mm. like do not bother me like it has to I mean be I so would focused. not recommend anybody do it this I would never do it this way <laughs> now no, now okay you know I think I think that was just like the first time like yeah like, I would that would never be so stand coming anymore yeah, yeah. that sounds crazy <laughs> like think about that you started you started like squirting a bit you're running to the bathroom you're on your knee like this is the craziest first experience ever mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't know but then does that do okay it. so now I don't know this does do you every single time you come squirt mm-hmm. no because not I can, every time I can stop it sometimes oh. and I do because I don't really love the cleanup sometimes yeah unless I have like a puppy pad or like I bought this thing called a companion which is what we call our listeners too but it's like a little towel that you can put under your butt there's also uh, a great sheet called the Liberator for anybody who sports a ton. It's like a top sheet. Um, but if I don't have that, yeah, I'll stop myself sometimes. Okay, so okay. I heard that when somebody squirts, it is actually liquid that comes from your urethra. Kayla, we talked about this yesterday because mm-hmm. Kayla said a confession and like a while ago she didn't know that we had two different holes one to pee from whatever so so sweetheart when i yeah and she was very embarrassed and she should <laughs> and i've be. had so, two anyway. children and like it's <laughs> oh something i 100 percent should have known yeah yeah she should have known and we're very open in our family and educated and for some reason <laughs> kayla okay it wasn't like i didn't know now it was like a while ago it was two but years like, ago okay wait, had you had you come before you had children yes Okay, good. Because sometimes I'll hear stories like that, like women who have children and never had an orgasm. I'm like, what? Your life sucks. Oh, 100%. No. But I'll fix you. I'll fix you. I'll fix you. (laughs) No, we uh, we both, I guess, had like in our like early years. Like I think I was like, yeah, like early teens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But this is what I heard and I might be wrong. But is when you squirt, Mm -hmm. is it, it's not um, cum, it's liquid some call it urine from your mm. urethra. It's I mean, coming. It's, it's coming out of that hole, right? It's not coming out from the bottom one. It's coming out from the top one, right? Yeah. Like if it feels good, who cares? It, yeah, who um, cares? Mm. Is that does that feel different? And Kayla, does that bug you that we don't know? You well, you're saying that I do know. <gasps> <laughs> what? Like, sorry, Wally. I pop it down. Yeah, Wally. Just Stop. interrupted. A he's just congratulating you. Okay, so Wait, he's just being like, "Mama, congrats! You yeah, squirt now." Wait, I didn't know this, Kayla. Stacy, you probably can too because of no. Genetics. Well, maybe, but I've just not like I haven't tried. Get one of these toys. The toy. You don't know about them? Yeah. So many people have so many different stories I know. and and how they do things, and I just feel so like slighted that the only narrative we got was like penis vagina. It's and that's crazy. that's why, though, the statistics for gay sex and orgasms are so much higher because there was no narrative for gay sex in the media. So people yeah. just had to figure out what yeah. was 
good for them. But yeah. see, here's my problem is now I'm panicking because I'm like, mm-hmm. am I missing out on something that I didn't realize? This is the thing. Okay, no, I don't so, think so what about those people that are having orgasms that are like, yeah, this is great. But what they don't know is that it's not even the right one. They, who who You two right are squirting one? all over the, se- the streets and I'm like sitting here all like thinking, you know what are I mean? Are you still feeling good? Are you still enjoying yes. your cums? Yes. Like you're not missing out on anything. But if you if you do have a sex goal that you want to accomplish fucking try it out listen to how squirt, squirt. we squirt, have a whole squirt, episode squirt, on squirt. it <laughs> no legit we have an entire episode okay. because people do come to me asking about squirting because it happened my first time so they're like wait we want to do this too yeah and um i just didn't know it was like a common thing yeah. squirting is like like a, i think connected to for me when i was younger like porn stars for a long time you didn't really talk about it because you didn't want that negative stigma yeah, attached yeah. to your sex life yeah i, did, I didn't even want to yell in a weird way do you know what I mean? Like, I, I remember, like, when I was talking to my friend in, like, eighth grade, I would be like, can you imagine if you were fucking and the person's orgasm sounded like, ah! But, and I was joking, but I yeah. also was, like, terrified of that. Yeah, you're like, does it? Yeah, exactly. I So, so it does. did you, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what my sounds like. Um, yeah. Did you have boyfriends, like, or girlfriends growing up, like, long term? Or was mm-hmm. it, was it, like, short relationships? Um, I didn't really value myself for a very long time. And so I would have these long um, people fucking me in secret relationships, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, never really respecting me. Um, I always, again, like what I thought the goal was to get a guy, the guys, they're so important and we get them and whatever. And so I would just really put myself beneath them and do whatever they wanted and let myself be treated like shit publicly, but also like in the bedroom, they were not taking me into account at all. And I didn't expect that because all I was just so happy that they were there with me. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say too. That's probably a huge reason as well, because sometime, not all, but when you're in a relationship, that is just as important for the guy to give you an orgasm as it is for you to give them one. Right. So the fact that you're having casual sex, like exactly. Yeah. People used to be like, oh, you need to have be in a relationship to have good sex. But no, you need to be with somebody who respects that your orgasm yeah. is important as well. Yeah, there are yeah. a ton of people having amazing casual sex that are like very thoughtful about each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so the fact know. that you you didn't necessarily have that and you just had these guys that were just there for hookups and you were focusing on them. I was a whole. You were yeah, that okay, I hate that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I'm thinking about this now. I don't think I've ever been given an orgasm from somebody that's not in a relationship with me. Any Neither like I. anytime I had sex with somebody, it was I didn't. So that's what a crazy. Shame. I know. I know. Yeah. And I just accepted yeah. it and moved on. And it's something we don't talk about as weird either. Like you never ask the guy the next day, assuming that this is a heterosexual relationship. You never ask them, oh, did you come? You know, yeah, because it's assumed. You just know what happens. Yeah. yeah. Like how the, the question, how many times did you have sex? used to just be like, how many times did he come? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. And like Molly Brenner, who's an amazing comedian who I had on the podcast, she she also came really late in life, had this um, one-woman show called Molly Brenner's Not Coming. And she has a metaphor that is so fantastic. I always use, and it's like two people go to a restaurant because they're hungry. Only one person eats. And then that person goes, okay, we're done. Yeah, yeah it's the so other person's rude. still hungry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't come to watch you eat, bitch. Yeah, 
I wonder, like, I can't watch you eat. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder where that all started. It's, it's so true. Like now that Stacey, you just said that, like, it is a hundred percent true. Unless I was in like a a long-term relationship that never Mm -hmm. happened. And I would just be like, but it wasn't something that I was like, oh, like it sucks that that I just, that's what it was. And like, sometimes okay, I would they, not want it to happen. I was too uncomfortable. And that's mm-hmm. another thing that shows you about like mm-hmm. society. Why was I uncomfortable for this person that like I knew, but I wasn't dating. And then I was like, oh, I'd just rather not do it. I'd rather not was a lot of my mentality growing oh up was God. I'd rather not, you know, I'd rather not have them have something they can tell other people about me and then make me again devalued as a woman yeah there's a lot of guys who are amazing people they've also been um let down by this narrative too you know some people would love to be amazing lovers but they were never taught yeah Um, and i've had a lot of people who have been like yeah the guy didn't give me an orgasm and i'm like okay well don't shut him down completely maybe tell him hey next time we have sex could you give me an orgasm i really like it he might not even know that you can do that, you know, exactly. and then, and then direct him yeah. and give him another shot. But because it, you know. I do like, I don't want to say, bl- I do blame myself for some of the situations of me being like, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. And it's because me I was too. insecure yeah. about my body. It's because I was insecure oh, yeah. about just like, oh, I don't feel like, because con- I don't feel like concentrating so hard. And what if uh-huh. it, and I always feel bad about time. Oh, if it takes oh, too my long. God. Yes. So I'd rather yeah. just not do it. So totally. it wasn't always some, some, you know, I've had great, like, boyfriends and they've always been very willing but it is a lot of my own mental game that I kind of have to overcome to to Mm -hmm. be comfortable in the bedroom oh my god I'm still working on it especially with like I I grew up hearing all these jokes about how ugly pussies are how much they smell or whatever how little guys like going down on women and I every time somebody would go down on me I would pop I pat their head like almost immediately because I felt so bad for them that they're looking at this ugly, smelly, horrible thing that yeah, I yeah, subjected yeah, yeah, them yeah. to, you know? And so I'm like, I don't want them to do that. So here, just come up here. Let me fuck you. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. It's, and then yes. I don't have to go through that awkwardness of my yeah. insecurities. Yeah. It's yeah. so, oh, it's so, so weird and trippy. Like when you think about how many layers, like mm-hmm. layers upon layers upon layers of like why things happen, why things don't happen. Like, don't you mm-hmm. just wish we could all be just so just like carefree and just like, I don't even care. And transparent know? and just, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. I hope and I think that we are moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. Like I do see like a lot of Gen Z growing up knowing how to masturbate and trying to do that first before they engage with sex with somebody else, which is awesome. Yeah. Like really number one, get to know your body first figure yourself out because then the onus is on you too, to tell them this is what I like. Yeah. Um, And you can help each other. And like, yeah, like that's the thing too. I like, when I keep thinking dad listening, but it's fine. Whatever. I like we'll, we'll when just call it, tell, we'll call it sorry, dad. <laughs> sorry, dad. Yeah. Also, the dad, dad should want you to have a good sex life. He does. He and does. Thing, it's our, my dad being, is a, my dad is a counselor. My dad is a therapist. Like he's like, your he, dad loves this episode. He <laughs> No, but the thing is with my family is we talk about everything, but he still acknowledges like I'm your dad. So like, uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I understand totally. why it's like sometimes, but, but, yeah. he, but he, he might see it from the counselor way, the way my parents see it from the medical way because my dad's a doctor my mom's a nurse and so 
we just talk about it in like, like he'll think about it in the way of like, oh my God, you're like helping people. Exactly. Like that's what we're doing yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, we're yeah, helping dad. people. Yeah, dad, yeah. we're helping people. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Kayla. Tell me about what you like. No, I, I was going to say, it's it's interesting too. Because licked. <laughs> I like when guys say like, give me a blowjob or something. So like, why are we so scared mm. to say that to them? Like why, mm, like maybe yeah. they just need that push just like sometimes I find it a turn on when they do that. So they would probably be turned on if we said it. Oh, right? yeah. Like, totally. For sure, Kayla, if I said that. But there's times where I'm like, no, I'm sorry. It's taking too long. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? Let's just yeah. like, We should just go for a mm-hmm. walk with the dog. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so, like, I, it's just me. It's me. And, yeah, it's very interesting. Crazy. You're a podcast listener. And this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. Do you have any like crazy sex stories? Like anything that you're like, crazy oh my God, ones? this was like the worst freaking night of my life or this was like the best night of my life like Wild. just anything that sticks out i'm gonna give you a summary for the worst and okay. a summary for the best Perfect. yes yes love that so the worst are two times i have been called mechanical in bed by what? men um yes because i i had set out to have a one night stand one of the times and then the second time i was trying to get over my ex so i i had sex to have it or whatever and both of the men, well, one called me mechanical and then one leaned on his little arm and said, Remy, why were you so willing to give yourself to me? <gasps> I hate What him. was your response? Stupid accent. Like, <laughs> he had the accent. I know it. I'm not sure if I said nothing or if I said I was trying to have a one night stand. Yeah. Um, I really don't remember my headspace but I think I was a pretty not speak up person so I probably just let it go which is interesting because I would never ever um think that of you like yeah like just by analyzing you and your personality right now I would think that you uh I now would like lay right into it yeah yeah. this is post come Remy right (laughs) pre come Remy was different yeah 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 Yeah. pre come Remy was so scared of the world and like yeah isn't that so yeah. interesting that he took he 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 took a situation and made it all about him. He said, mm. "You did something for me, and why did you do that for me?" Like it's not all about him. It's not- or also like, why are your morals so loose? Yeah, like, and I yeah. was just like, I'm like, wait, you just had sex with me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why did you give yourself to me, Jacob? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say I would yeah, right back at him with a stupid British accent. Why did you give yourself to me, Jacob? Why were like, you so willing to give yourself to me, Jacob? Do you yeah. have any problems? <laughs> Has no one ever loved you? No one loved you. Yeah. Did you just want to get your dick wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one said you're mechanical. Yeah, he called me mechanical. Also, after asking me to take a shower before we had sex, which I think was on some Catholic guilt or something. <laughs> 
because um, <laughs> oh I've watched that Sex and the City episode, or he just thought I smelled. In which case, don't have sex with me. Like, I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> he's like, take a shower. No, and- but he didn't make me use soap. I think it literally was a, a religion thing. Um, oh, crazy! Which no shade to him, but don't make me do that. That made me feel really uncomfortable. And calling me mechanical afterwards they made me feel really yeah. Like, guess what? You're, bad he's about the myself. mechanical one saying you need to shower with the water. Yeah, you need to have sex with me. And now here are the steps. <laughs> Strip your clothes. It's under the water. Yeah. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, and what was your best? Uh, my boyfriend. Just having like the most like animalistic, like Ben like growls when he has sex. Like he would be like <laughs> intense, like visceral, like in the cab on the way to my house. Like we were like just like making out. He's like, oh, I fucking like you so much. And I was like, oh, that's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Just changing positions and having the best time. And then like, he put on my nightgown, which is something that I was like, (gasps) like I love a man in woman's clothing. (laughs) And like, we fucked in my nightgown too. Like it was like the- Just wild. So primal and so many things that I'd always wanted to do, him included. That is epic. Oh, what a blast. So how long have you been, been with him? Uh, six years fucking, five years dating. Nice. Whoa, mm-hmm. that's, that's long. like a really long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait. So, you, so then you guys were together for five mm-hmm. years, and would you guys try? Would he try really hard to like make you come and stuff, and it just wasn't happening? Or so we were only together for one year ish, maybe a little less, um, before I started the podcast. Okay. Um, I had never revealed to him when we were just hooking up that oh, I had never okay. come. I, I didn't want to tell somebody yeah. that I was broken, especially somebody that I was trying so hard for a yeah. year to make like me. Yeah. Um, huh, exhausting. <laughs> and I already wanted to start a podcast because okay. when you start a podcast, you get booked more as a standup. Um, yeah. And I had been thinking, oh, I'll do a death podcast because everybody dies. That's relatable. <laughs> and... <laughs> He was like, maybe not that, um, but the next time a thing strikes you, let me know. And then I had that night where I ran into Esther and she was like, oh my God, dude, you need to come. Like, I'll fucking lend you this guy who goes down on me. He's amazing. Um, and I was like, no, I have been, but maybe this is the idea. And I told him about it and he was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like we need to work on this, you know? And so yeah. he always really did try so hard, but it would, it would get sad for both of us because I hadn't done it myself yet. Right. So it was really hard to like not keep blaming him. Yeah. You know, when yeah. and I didn't want to put that much pressure on him because like it's I always say it's literally like handing somebody a nine-sided Rubik's Cube and being like, hey, figure this out. No one else. <laughs> yeah. Has. Yeah. Um, also you're naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're vulnerable. You fix me, please. Now you're vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, fix me. And my trauma. Oh my God. <laughs> So is he comfortable? Well, obviously, because you came up with this idea and he's like, yeah, let, like we got to figure this out. But does he is he comfortable with you like openly talking about your sex life with him and mm-hmm. all this stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one awesome. who's less less comfy. Oh, really? Yeah. I still have trouble like asking for what I want. I'm getting yeah. a lot better at it. Yeah. Um, but asking for what I want in the moment. So I'll usually do it like at lunch or something or like yeah. a totally like non-sexual time when I'm just like, Hey, like I said to that other girl, Hey, next time we cut, we have sex. Could you maybe go down on me for like 15 minutes and like set a timer? 
<laughs> like it just like so, that's so funny because you're so organized like you're like they're mm-hmm. once again setting schedules <laughs> mm-hmm. you're like I'm asking what I want and we're also going to set a timer like that's so funny mm-hmm. have you had an experience with a female as well have you received like an orgasm now from a from a female no so I I did have a little tryst with a girl when I was like six that was like I think my most real relationship okay. was this girl I was friends with we would go I'd have a sleepover at her house every Saturday. And then we would go try out churches with her parents on Sundays. Nice. Um, iconic. <laughs> and her and I would scissor at those sleepovers. What? And yeah. Um, at six? Yeah. I, I do think this is a reason for my sexual gap as well, because I felt like such a fucking pervert for that. And I always wondered if I was like assaulting her, which like, no, we were like, you were dating. We were like dating. Yeah. So um, how did you even like, so at six, you just like ch- just tried and it just felt good. Oh, I would, we would just pull up our nightgowns, pull down our underpants and then not vag to vag, but knee to vag for both of us and like wiggle around. And then her mom would come in and we would like jump to opposite <laughs> sides of the bed. Oh my God. This is mind blowing to me. One that you knew it was sexual at six o'clock at six o'clock at mm, six years at old six o'clock. at six o'clock. You, you knew it was sexual as a six year old because Kayla, you have a five year old who is like would never understand that. I don't never. think. And also the fact that you felt um, like bad about it or that you just dis- mm-hmm. I feel like at that age, you're incapable of thinking or feeling those ways like you had uh, I'm an old soul. Yeah, like, I, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, I would have that yeah. much like pressure in your own mind as a six year old. Like, what mm-hmm. happened when you were seven? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, I, can you, you guys like, don't understand how pent up and sad I was for these past years? That's so oh uh, interesting. Actually, yeah. Kayla, yeah. think of your kids. Like, Kayla has a seven year old or eight. No, eight. Wait, how, eight, eight and five. Oh Sorry. Monroe is eight. He has no concept of feeling like remorseful or bad for somebody or like whatever. Like that is insane. Like he could, I mean, he could be a serial look into killer. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look into that. yeah. No, yeah. but I, yeah. Like I don't, I think that he doesn't have a clue. Well, I was also the worried about the reflection on me because I had heard that people don't necessarily love gay people and that life is harder for gay people. Like I just got that inclination. I didn't have, I didn't see any other women couples raising children, you know, I didn't yeah. think that was the norm. So I was very embarrassed. Six. Yeah. And Six. I truly, <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> Wendy, who was on our podcast first, had her first orgasm at like five. So, it's so not, do I need yeah, to like prep yeah. myself that this is going to happen soon with my kids? I would, I would let your children know that there is a feeling that might happen down below at some point, and that is a feeling that is totally okay. But for right now, that's a feeling for just yeah. you. Um, oh, and then when you're older and you can have more conversations. Um, come talk to me and when maybe we can talk about that feeling in other people. Yeah, like, see, to me, I've just been, like, waiting and I'm going to be super open and tell them, like, I'm not. Right. But I've just, I haven't really brought it up because to me, they're too, like, young and dumb. They don't have a clue what's going on. You know what I mean? I want to write a children's book, but I know that it'll get me, like, canceled. But I also, like, I what? think that's amazing. Can- canceled by the wrong people. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? No, I yeah. think that's amazing Who cares because about that? people, especially people like me, like, we grew up in a house with girls, minus our dad. Like, we grew it was all girls. Mm-hmm. And so I have these two boys now. But your dad has a really high EQ. So it's like, yeah. yeah so <laughs> but my, yeah. my boys, I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't, I don't know when the right time. So if you had like a book that just like provided, like I could just read to them, that would be the best thing mm-hmm. of all time. Like, I want you to do yeah, that. I'll try. Um, also too, I saw in your profile that you have a, like you were on an episode on Explained on Netflix. Oh yeah. That is so cool. 
Yeah, so Explained is this amazing docu-series, if you guys haven't seen it, where every week or they or every episode, they go into something in our world that is very common that everybody has heard about many, many times, but really needs to be explained because nobody actually understands yeah. it. So they've got episodes on the stock market. Okay. You know, uh, they've got monogamy. They have so many different things. And one of the episodes was the female orgasm explained. Perfect. you. That's amazing. Face Addiction is a company that you have all heard us talk about. They are one of our sponsors. And we wanted to re-record our ad, actually, because we are obsessed with this company. And we just want to let you know actually how good it is. Because I know sometimes in ads, you're listening to it and you're like, but do these people actually use the product? We actually use the product. And like, Kayla, tell them about how you just even love it as like a decoration. Yeah, in my bathroom, I have it on display because it's just so beautiful. They're like these glass bottles and they they just make me look fancy, you know? Yeah, they're fancy. My favorite thing about these products, so the specific ones that she gave me because I told her I have dry skin, my face would be peeling. I just have the driest skin. And since I've been using these products, I... Like, I don't even think about it anymore. It's insane. And it's only been two months that we've been using it. We really, really appreciate this company and we appreciate like everything that they stand for. And we truly, truly love these products. So you can go to faceaddiction.ca and you can use the code siblings for 15% off. It is worth it. It is awesome. We love face addiction. So get it. You know what's something interesting about you that I'm like thinking about myself too is that I think that it it probably is hard being this voice where Mm -hmm. it's like you're confident and you're talking about not having an orgasm and you're like this is the I'm educating you whatever and people need to remember sometimes just because you're like this now doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that you're just this flipped completely different person like we still have insecurities and so like the reason I'm thinking about my myself in this situation is like I talk about body positivity and being like a curvy person but it's Mm -hmm. like not like it still works yes can you tell everybody where if they want to find you and your journey and they're jealous because you're our friend now and not theirs how can Mm -hmm. they be your friend where can they find you tell us all the deets you guys come find me (laughs) at um Remy Casimir on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, if you're still on that shit. TikTok. I love TikTok. Um, and my likes are open if you like to follow other people's likes. Um, and then, yeah, the podcast is How Come Podcast on all those same platforms. And it's on Spotify. It's on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. And But it's spelled how C-U-M. Yeah, but we put an asterisk in now because. Oh, you do. Wow. We don't want, we want to be able to advertise, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So wait, if they're searching for you, do they put how C? How C and it'll pop up. How C it'll pop up. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or you could type out the whole thing because we have it in some of the, you know, tags too. We'll probably just put a link. <laughs> yeah. Just put a link, you guys. Make you it just, easy. You can just click the button. It's fine. Um, okay. Thank you so much for sharing all those details, all those personal things, making us laugh. I feel like I learned us about your so much. for having me. Yeah. yeah. I learned so much about my sister today, like <laughs> squirting yeah. all over. Jeez. Squirting all over the world. <laughs> Thank you so much. And um, hopefully you feel the same way because we feel like we're best friends now. I so. do. Yeah, I love you guys. You're great. I have to call my sister. When you rate, review, subscribe, it helps us out. Cause we love them what we do without a doubt. So we wanna thank you for taking the time. Oh, so here we go, we bustin', we bustin' around. Oh, this is our podcast, we're here to stay. My name is Kayla, this is Stacy K. Okay, that uh 
I have to call my sister. Hey, hey, you there. Kayla, stop. You heard it here first. Okay, never mind. We're not doing the rap anymore. Did here first. Oh, my God. That's what I'm talking about. Hey-ho. Ugh.